I, I am interested to know why you and other people would want me to get this quote unquote heel turn. So for me, I think there's there's two major keys in in why I think you need a heel turn. Number one is detachment. Things are gonna fall apart. You know, it is what it is. And I want you to have more of that it is what it is mindset. And then the other thing is really getting to a point where you don't give a fuck about everybody else so much. You pour a lot into others. A lot of the time, those same people you're pouring so much into are not pouring into you. Everybody's not worth it. And I think your toxic, uh, your toxic nice guy trait is having the mindset of everybody's worth it. Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what is going on? What is going on? How how is everyone? Um, this is another special guest episode. This is episode one twenty four. Nice for what? What has being good ever gotten you? Your time is up. My time is now. All right. And of course, of course, we have to bring back the number one guest <laughs> of the show. This is his seventh appearance. Mr. Eccentric himself, Ricardo Etienne. What is going on? Yo, what's good, man? Oh, man. I, I, I always love the intros. I, I live for the intros. So uh, thank you for that, man. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I feel like it's been a while. We got into a groove where we were doing this thing like almost over and over again, and then um, we took a little break. So now it's good to be back on the mic with you, man. Yeah, yeah. The, actually, the last your uh, your last episode is actually episode eighty eight, putting the hoe in housewife, but not the hoe in home. So a lot of people, uh, I believe, enjoyed that episode. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. <laughs> it had a lot not to a say. One, not a bad one to leave off on. Yes, right? yes, not not a bad one at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're back on here. We're back on uh, this episode. Um, I was looking back at what sparked this um, this episode just within in, in my head, and I remember we were this this episode. Well, it's uh I guess Inception or whatever was um uh back in like this this past July and I was just sending you stuff like 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 day in and day out all yeah. this stuff and then it, uh, like and one of them in particular was um from uh the the group Crew Season and it was a YouTube short and the YouTube short was women want a man to prove he can lead before she follows and basically the short the YouTube short was about um the guy saying that hey you know he he hates when women try to take the wheel metaphorically speaking uh trying to take the wheel of the relationship just like yo let me lead and then the woman is like um no well i i've been leading my own life all this time so i just can't 
submit myself to give it to somebody else and just have you just go about your business because I need you need to give me a guideline to you know where we're going and stuff and then it just and I told I texted you saying like oh man this gave me like triggers and stuff a lot like about my past um and then and then you texted me back and you're like yo man i need to have you on an episode for the official heel turn bro <laughs> <laughs> and then no but that that sparked that sparked an interesting thing because you're not the first person to have said that like yo man you need to stop being like so nice or like yo you know you need to you know get a little bit on the asshole side or whatever so i just so that just sparked an interesting thing and it, you know it, it made me want to create this topic because i mean i am stereotypically known as a nice guy or like some people have said to me like 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 while they're like i'll be in a group setting and while their husband keyword husband is being like the asshole or whatever they're saying, oh, Martini isn't like that. He's the nice guy, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. like, that's such a weird dichotomy right there, you know, because, like, you're married to the asshole that you're trying to yeah. not have me be, and I'm the nice one, but I'm the, still the single one. Not to say that I want her, but I'm just saying. Listen, spoiler alert, bro. Um, women love assholes. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, um, take it from me, a happily married asshole, you know? So... <laughs> Now, yeah, there you go. You just made it to the clip. You just made this a clip. Listen, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just keeping it real. I mean, I know there's there's a lot more into that, and we'll talk about it. For Absolutely. Sure. But at at surface level, you know, um, it at, at surface level, that's really what it is. You know, mm-hmm. um, you, you you have to have a little bit of that asshole in you. Yeah. You know, so it's it's walking a fine line. It, you know, and at the same time, you gotta be a nice guy too you gotta be able to be a nice guy too cause you know there's different levels of being an asshole just like there's different levels of being a nice guy and you know women for the most part are looking for somebody who could kind of toe the line and have the best of both worlds you know cause nobody wants to be with just an asshole who has no heart and, and empathy um, whatsoever you know but then at the same time nobody you know the women aren't gonna want the guy who is just super sweet and nice guy all the time and you know refuses to ever even swing to the more aggressive assertive side you know so it's a balancing act (laughs) to say the least no 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 and 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 it's such a good thing that you said that because i mean i did want to get into it because it's like all right um because uh, okay so because you because you know you i mean you you said it you said it yourself a happily married asshole and one of my things was like you know you have in the past call yourself an asshole whether it was like to me personally or more so in public on your appearance on uh more than more than vaginas right yes yes, yeah, yes. you were saying that on on their episode episode 88 please go watch that uh so you can see um rick in you know in person um you called yourself an asshole on that but why do you feel that you are one like have people told you that or you instinctively act as an asshole yes (laughs) um i mean you know i've i've been called an asshole you know countless times you know but 
I know I'm an asshole. So it's like, it, you know, it's not something that bothers me, you know, if that makes sense. Like, that's not, that's not offensive to me. That doesn't hurt mm-hmm. my feelings because I know I'm an asshole, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you say, what makes me an asshole? For me, I think it's just, you know, like, it's a playful term, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on the type of humor, the things that I find funny, the things that I may, you know, say at any given time, you know, the way I carry myself and voice my opinions, the way I don't really care about you know, what others have to say or feel about me, you know, it's, 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 it's a combination of different things. Um, you know, that's why I say what, you know, where there's levels, right. You know, cause I can, I can be an asshole. I can be in my bag and be being an asshole, but at the same time, can identify where it's like, Hey Rick, you're, you're about to take it too far. You know, let's, let's turn it down a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. not everybody can do that. You know, some people are going to go all in, continue down that road. And then where being an asshole and kind of like that playful way of, you know, just, hey, that's just my personality. It's, it's you know, it's, it's all in good fun and, you know, it's just for a laugh. And at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to leave here happy and laughing. Some people don't have that switch and it's just, I'm I'm just here to hurt feelings and, and shit on people, you know. So that's an extreme, you know, and once you get into that part then it's like you know like no like you're just a dickhead <laughs> right <laughs> right okay <laughs> you know okay like we're just throwing around different random terms yeah, you yeah, know yeah. but you know like again i think especially in the world that we live in now it's just you know the things that are okay and not okay to be said change daily you know so you know i'm somebody who the type of jokes or things that i may have done or said five 10 15 20 years ago could be completely different um now you know just based off of the tide turning and social norms and different things that pop up and happen that you know you deem sensitive to you know to my own moral standard right because that's another thing too i don't want to sit here and act like i'm standing on a pulpit saying oh, I know exactly what is morally wrong, where that line is, and I know when I'm not going to cross it. No, because my line is not going to be the same as your line. It's not going to be the same as the next person's line or the person's line after that. So where I could think, okay, here's the line that I've set where I will not cross, and I feel like if I cross this line, I'm going to be inappropriate. Well, somebody else, their line might have been shorter than my line. Mm-hmm. And from their perspective, I've been crossed over inappropriate, you know? Right, right. So that's another part where being a social asshole, being a careful asshole, being, you know, an asshole that people can kind of deal with. Like, eh, I know he's an asshole, but it's it's in good fun. He's not mean. He's not, be, you know, he's not out here to really, truly hurt feelings. Those are the types of things you have to be aware of, you know? Because I've been in settings where I may say something and... I may think, hey, everybody gets it. Everybody gets the joke. But you could maybe tell, mm, that one person didn't get the joke. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm not going to repeat the punchline just to, <laughs> just to bring it home. You know, like you, 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 you become aware of those things and you try to navigate accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can't do that. Some people are in it just to be crude, you know? So once you start being crude, then it's like, eh, that's, that's a different type of asshole, you know? Um, okay, so... So it's not like something happened to you in the past to make you be an asshole. Like, like you weren't like a nice guy before and then something tragic happened and you're like, oh, no, I'm going to be an asshole now. No, um, 
I could say no, but then I could also say, you know, obviously the way I grow up, there's obviously going to be some triggers there. We've talked before about, you know, the things, the insecurities um, that I dealt with growing up and, you know, the, the bullying and, you know, that I went through and everybody who knows me knows I am black. You know, growing up as a kid, that was something that I was always super self-conscious about and, and insecure about because, you know, I know that was always the go-to. I wish it could have been anything else. Like, I'd rather be fat and they make fun of my weight, you know, because at least there's other fat kids. I'd rather have no name brand clothes because at least other kids don't have the name brand clothes sure. too, you know. When it's this, it's just me, you know. Mm. I'm the only super dark-skinned kid here. All of these jokes are all for me. There's no sharing these jokes. There's no sharing this shame. That's what used to get me more than anything. That manifests into you starting to think, okay, well, what if I wasn't here? Oh, yeah, you guys going to make fun of me? You guys going to do all the black jokes and the dark skin jokes? All right, well, boom, now I'm going to die. How you going to like that? Mm -hmm. Now what? You know, mm -hmm. got you. Joke's on you. where I got to a point that I realized and decided that my best way through that is going to be at the time, I don't want to say to be an asshole, but at the time it was like, I want to be I, I like, like I, I mentioned, I think I said it on the episode where I felt like people are going to be looking and pointing at me anyway. Mm -hmm. So I may as well give them something to look and point at, you know? So Rather than walk into a room and they'd be like, damn, you know, there goes Rick, black as hell, you know, it's, oh man, here comes Rick, jokes, it, it's about to be jokes, you know, right, right, right. so so that's where, and I know comedians always say that, you know, I feel like that's something that we Kevin hear a Hart. lot from, not, not like I'm saying I'm a comedian or nothing, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but when you're a kid and you're fighting through insecurities and you're trying to figure out what is the best way for me to fit in? The easiest thing to go to is I, let me try to be the funny kid. You know, if I could be funny and people are laughing with me, then they won't be laughing at me. So that's always the mindset when you're trying to break through insecurities and whatnot. So I could say that had um, a role on it. At the time, it's not obviously, you know, as a kid, it's not something that I necessarily know at the time. Like, here comes my heel turn. Here comes my <laughs> asshole switch necessarily. But mm -hmm. it was... A very a, a very deliberate um, action to say, I want to try to be funny and be engaging and be entertaining so that people will gravitate towards me to to join in on the laugh, as opposed to gravitate towards me to make me the laugh. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I guess we could point to that, but you know, I think for me. It just got to a point as I grew up and grew into continue to really grow into my own shell, grow into my own skin. I think moving away initially was was a big part of it, too, because, you know, I kind of got. I don't want to say I got tired of my hometown, but it's like I knew I didn't want to be one of those people that, you know, nothing against my hometown. You know, it's, it's where we're from. You yeah, know, like I, I love Spring Valley forever, you know, but. I knew for sure, like, I was like, I don't want to just stay in Spring Valley. I don't want to just stay in Rockland County. I didn't want to just stay in New York. 
you know mm-hmm. so i knew at an early early point i wanted to get out and be on my own and go and just go be myself and the self that i wanted to be you know had a lot of asshole in them you know <laughs> just so happened you know so so moving away and kind of starting my own adult life and whatnot that played a role into it too you know because you know sometimes when because hey when you're out by yourself starting starting fresh in a new environment new state new city you don't know anybody when i you kind of got to be a little bit of an asshole you know you you're all alone for a while so you got to be able to you know um, i don't want to say stand up for yourself but you know have that foundation of like like nah y'all ain't gonna fuck with me just because y'all don't know who i am and i'm not from here you know so you kind of have to have that as well so that could have played a part in it too um no, that 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 is a very good point because um oh where is it? Oh yeah, because um there's this point that there was this article that I was reading is from uh theurbandater.com and it brings up something that you said. Um it, it says um well the 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 title of the article is why dating an asshole is good for you. And it said uh, the the asshole is often the unsung hero in a relationship. There's also a degree of asshole, mind you. There's assholes that kick ass, take names, and tell you what's on their mind. They just don't give a shit. Then there's the other kind of asshole. The type that sleeps with your friends, throws puppies into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Yo, I know some puppy throwing assholes, by the way. Like, just so you know. So I get it. (laughs) Piss all over the place. Uh, err towards abusive behavior and are horrible at family get-togethers. Mm. I'm talking about the first type of asshole, rather, the type A assholes. Uh, that uh, Those assholes have a way of toughening a person up to prepare for the world around them. There's lots of dickheads in the world. Sure, you can face them with love and compassion and donuts and some crazy hippie Gandhi shit, but I would beg to differ. You see, Dating an, dating an asshole will prepare you for your butt-chinned boss. It will prepare you for the asshole Apple store worker that won't tell you when more eye products will be in stock. It will help you to tell your manager that you just don't give a flying shit about anything. You know, so I think that's what you were talking about. Yo, it's and listen, full disclosure, I've never read that article before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that before. I've never heard that anywhere before. And it's crazy how... I mean, it it it's exactly what I was trying to explain. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, even even the the, the dickhead term came out, you know, <laughs> at, you know, as an extension. But that's that's literally it, you know. And as you're reading through that, it's funny because I think in my mind, immediately I think to my wife. And if it's one thing I've said over and over again on every single platform and episode that we've had is that she's a fucking sweetheart absolute sweetheart Mm -hmm. you know my wife is one of the sweetest person people in the world Mm -hmm. period you know like she puts everybody ahead of herself she's she she is that type of person that is always making sure that everybody's okay long before she makes sure she's okay i can attest to that because i i I, you know full disclosure i'm in here you know home uh home location with with ricardo (laughs) you know in his home base yes and it's it's a recruiting trip he doesn't know it well he knows it by now but yeah it's a recruiting trip no but but his his wife like has made me feel like you know i'll i'll say a prince i won't say a king because ricardo's the king but she has (laughs) she has made me feel like a prince like do you need anything else oh i got some food for you it's all right you know like it'd be at midnight i could get something for you blah 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 i'm like nah i'm good 
good. I'm good. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a minimalist. So I don't need that much. But <laughs> she, no, she is, has been absolutely amazing, and she is an absolute sweetheart. Yeah. See, so, so that's her. That's who she is. And in the time that she's been with me, there are those things. A lot of those examples that that were mentioned in the article, I'm thinking of those things. Like there are those times where I'm telling her, like, no, you are busting your ass at that job, and they are not paying you enough. You need to say something, you know, like I, I, I'm the one in her ear with with those types of things. I'm the one same thing like she knows now, you know, maybe in the beginning of the um, beginning of our relationship, earlier stages, she can go to a store and get treated like shit by a cashier and just come home and tell me about it. You know, whereas now, you know, when she comes home, she's like, nah, this girl tried me and I had to, bop, 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 you know, <laughs> and, and, and I see that difference in her. And, you know, I don't want to say it's because of me and take blame for that but i know there is a sense that you know and i tell her all the time like you sometimes i i need you to be tougher and i need you to be a little you know scarier sometimes you know because i always use the worst case example god forbid i'm like you know like god forbid i'm not here as of tomorrow like i want you to be able to you know, be strong enough to, to sun these kids more than anything, like right. sun these kids and then sun the world around them to protect them the same way I would too. So I see where she continues to evolve towards that, you know, while still being able to be the absolute top tier level sweetheart that she is, you know, mm -hmm. but I'll tell you what, when, when she does engage in asshole behavior, bro, sometimes she could be better than me, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, damn. Yeah. I created a monster. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. You're mean, yo. Why, why would you say that? <laughs> so, stupid. Um, so, okay. So, you know, you're, you're you, you, I mean, you probably already answered this question, but how, how has being an asshole benefited you? Because to some people, you know, just hearing the word just like oh you know uh, this person's a dick whatever but like you're saying you know it it's it's definitely benefited uh, your wife but how has it benefited from you since you had to come into that role at a at a young age how mm -hmm. has that benefited you than being just you know just the nice guy yeah i mean i th you know i one of the things for sure that that comes and this isn't necessarily an asshole trait or anything but it's just something that i know that is a key part for me is the fact that i question everything you know i'm i i need i need the information i want to know the hows and the whys you know um so somebody's not just going to say hey come on let's go do this we just because we got to do it no okay why do we got to do it where are we doing it when are we doing you know like how is this supposed to get done you know you know whatever the case may be so um i say that to say that specifically just if i even look at um like my career my career arc for example you know i got to a point early in my retail career you know i don't say early but like middle of my retail career where i looked around and said i feel like i'm I feel like I'm ready for the next step. I was at that assistant manager level for like two or three jobs in a row and never got that bump up into a store manager, even though I may have been an interim store manager, you know, ran different department managers, all these other things, you know, but I never got that opportunity. And then I start looking around, I'm telling myself, and I know it's like, I know what I can do. I know what I've done already. I know what I've learned. I sure I know what I still have to learn also, which can, you know, come, come, um, 
with time on the job or not, but I knew 100% I was ready for that next step. And I kept not being given that next step, not even being given an opportunity, you know? So I think that's something where, again, the benefits of being an asshole is not just saying, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. Maybe it's not my time, you know, my time will come. I'll just keep learning. Let me keep busting my ass, you know, let me, you know, or saying, yeah, maybe, hey, if I've reached a wall here at this at this company, it's time for me to start looking for somewhere else, you know? And it's like, oh, but don't you love working out? Don't you really love that company? They treat you well, this, this, and that. Yeah, I do. But, you know, if they don't see that I'm ready in the same way I see I'm ready, I got to see if somebody else does, you know? So that's something very specific where, you know, and that just comes along with, my arc over the past five, six years from a career standpoint specifically where being an asshole is what was able to allow me to be as successful as I was, especially within an industry where, you know, someone like me just isn't necessarily expected to be successful. So, you know, I take that as a challenge. All right, well, y'all ain't met me, you know, y'all, <laughs> y'all may have thought y'all met someone like me, but y'all ain't met me. So here's what I'm going to do, you know, so... <clears throat> And that's another thing, too. Like, one of the things I mentioned before, specifically as far as moving down here initially, you know, so anytime you 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 transplant from the comforts of home base, you know, hometown, home state, whatever it is, anytime you pick up and go away, whether it's um, you're going away to school, for example, you're actually moving, you know, even if it's just a vacation, you know, anytime you get up and you go somewhere else. You have to have a little bit of chip of your shoulder. You got to have your head on a swivel. You got to make sure that you're very aware and know what's going on and, and adapting to certain situations. And, you know, being sharp, being engaged, you know, helps with that, right? Again, are those asshole-specific um, traits? No, not necessarily. But those are the types of things. and that Because an asshole is always looking for something to... Oh, man, it's gonna sound bad. I don't want to. I don't even want to use that word. <laughs> Attack. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause initially I'm thinking, you know, manipulate, take advantage of, and I don't, you know, I, I don't want it to come off in that sense. Yeah, but in a negative space. But, but that asshole mindset is being very aware and listening and picking up little things and like, how can I take that little thing that was just said and flip it into something, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's a joke or, you know, whatever the case may be. So those are the types of things that, you know, kind of for me, because I'm just so on edge all the time, paying attention to everything and looking for little things to kind of, you know, um, take advantage of or whatnot that that's a part of my personal, you know, asshole mindset. So those are all things that help me in just, again, everyday life, whether it's out shopping, looking for the best deal on something, you know, again, a nice guy might go in there and just be, Hey, you know, we just got this TV in. I'm going to take $200 off of it, man. You're not going to find a better deal anywhere. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let me get it. You know, Uh, uh, someone who leans more towards the asshole mindset, Who's going to dig deeper? Yeah. All right, cool. I'll think about it. I'll come back. And then it's, you know, let me call around and see how much other places got that TV for. Let me pull it up on Amazon, see if I might be able to just buy it cheaper. You know, then I could come back to that person and be like, I thought you had the show, the 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 best deal around. I found it at such and such, you know, for another $200 less. Oh, okay, cool. I'll give you $200. Well, no, now if I'm buying from you, I could buy it from them for $200. You're going to have to give me another $300 off. 
you know and 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 that's that mindset like i'm always just my mind is always just thinking ahead you know because i want to be able to intellectually i try to and again this is going to sound like very narcissistic (laughs) but but you know I always try to anticipate, and I think that comes from customer service. That's my customer service mindset. I always try to anticipate the follow-up. So somebody asks me a question, I'm not just trying to answer that question. I'm already thinking of, okay, here's how I'm going to answer your question. And based off of that, you might ask me this follow-up question. So let me give you that information ahead of time too. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I I saw this thing that was... <clears throat> very interesting and and like way back when i when i asked you you know were you a nice guy who like turned into like like something happened and you know uh made you like an asshole and 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 the, and the reason why i i asked that was because i saw this thing i saw this quote no i saw this video actually it was a real and it was from this movie called what love is and it came back in it was in uh 2007 and it was uh the character Matthew Lillard, um, not the character, the actor Matthew Lillard played this guy called Sal. And I want you, I'm going to read this thing and I want your uh, thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. So he says, I'm serious. Every womanizer, every player, every guy juggling three broads at the same time is only doing so out of fear. Fear out of being crushed by a woman. Because one day, back in the day, they were not a player. They liked one girl, just one. And they gave it up to her because they were little romantics back then. And then they gave it up to the girl they loved. And what happened? They got rocked or they got crushed or they got destroyed. They got cheated on or laughed at or something. And when they're finished picking up all the little pieces that was once their heart, you know what they said? They all, they all, every single one of them made a vow never to give it up again. Now we're now we're talking about the real bastards here, the guys that break hearts o- occupationally. Because believe it or not, originally those cats were the most beautiful and the most romantic of all. And you know what happened? They're the ones that got hurt worst of all. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's accurate. Uh, it's very accurate. Yeah. And um, I personally know a person who was, he's not an asshole, but like, like you said, like your definition of the asshole, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder, and he's always like, nah. You're not doing that again because he got yeah. destroyed by that one chick who turned him yeah. from nice guy to what he is now. No, that 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 definitely happens. Um, and, you know, but to be full transparent, we know it happens on both sides, too, because I think it's something that, you know, as as men, we kind of see it as well. You see where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm paying for, you know, how the guy before me treated you, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's the same thing, you know, yeah. to, to that to that extent. You're right. A lot of these guys that do end up being dogs and players and just uh, manipulating women and this and that, it's because they once put it all on the line and it was for nothing, you know? Well, for them, at least, um, it was for nothing. So, very true, very accurate. You know, Mm -hmm. that's something that has always happened and will always happen. It's unfortunate, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think... Obviously, different situations are going to dictate how something like that comes about, you know, because then on the flip side, you could say that same guy now can end up finding another woman that is going to stick around and put up with what he's given out at the time and work through that. And he get to a point like, yo, hold on. She's not she's not like 
all of these other chicks that I've been juggling and didn't care about and whatnot. And once once I showed my true colors, they ran screaming, you know, what if she's actually sticking around? She's paying attention. She's she's putting in work. She's doing this. And then he can be reformed back to what he was before, you know, and vice versa. Same thing with when females go through it with um, guys that they're dealing with, you know. So it works both ways. I think it just eventually comes down to, you know, who it is, number one how you embrace them you know how you let them in if if you're gonna let somebody in you've got to go all in and that means it's a 50 50 split that person is either going to take care of your love and feelings and spirit and soul or they're gonna ball that shit up and chuck you know toss it toss it away kobe (laughs) you know what i mean they're gonna ball it up and throw it across the room you know so so you just got to be ready for either or everything's not gonna work out right everything's not gonna work out so you know once those things happen then it's on you to figure out how do i move forward am i gonna shut down and never do this again and now i go the opposite way and and do and do the exact opposite of everything I've done my entire life? Or do I say, hey, this happened with this one person. Sure, I'm going to pay attention and and be mindful of some of the triggers and red flags that may pop up and hope that it doesn't happen again. But I'm going to continue to put myself out there and at least try and hope that I don't get shit on like this uh, another time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know you kind of went into it at the beginning of this uh, episode, but uh, maybe you can elaborate a little more, a little bit more. Do do you really need to be an asshole to gain respect from women? The way the question is worded is is tough for me. Just because okay. when we say respect, so now when you say respect, what are you? what is what is you know because because i look at respect and i'm thinking just like oh okay you know are are you equating respect with affection that's okay in this retrospect probably yes okay because i remember you said like okay like women love hassles or whatever okay okay yeah so so let if if we just push respect out more or less but the the affections and the interests of a woman you're saying yes um it helps. <laughs> that gets noticed more. Unfortunately, we're gonna we're gonna call the spade a spade. Right? Yeah. That that. I think you find more often than not where women would probably lean towards an asshole in hopes that they have a nice side instead of leaning towards a nice guy in hopes that they have an asshole side. Right. Or not, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, a nice guy who has some balls. Yeah, I guess. yeah. They they take their chances with the guy with balls and hope that he might be nice, at least to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if he's not going to be nice to everybody else, <laughs> at least he'll be nice to her. Mm-hmm. I think they would they would go towards that more. So, mm-hmm. so to answer your question at service surface level, I would say yes, you do need a little bit of that. Because I mean, look, man, it it's it's unfortunate to say, but the the stereotype or the saying is kind of right you know it's it's i'm not gonna say it's 100 percent right but mm-hmm. it's close you know nice guys finish last it's close and i've seen it you know unfortunately and i think the problem is the way the world the shift that we have seen just in 
social interactions over the past 10 years let's just blame the internet you know like the internet plays a huge part of that you mm -hmm. know i think i think prior to the internet and the way it completely shifted um how people interact socially you could see a point where you can say no a nice guy stands a chance because at that point you actually have to get to know people right mm -hmm. prior to the internet you had to get to know people like if 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 it's through phone conversation if it's through mail the letters yes people <laughs> people actually used to mail letters like <laughs> handwritten no less you yeah would, right you would write a letter pen and paper stick it in an envelope slap a stamp on it and send it off to somebody you yeah. know and wait a couple of days and they get it and then you know hopefully a couple of days later you get one back in the mail you know <laughs> so um prior to the internet and the change in social interaction yeah a nice guy can you know meet somebody and 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 being nice wouldn't necessarily be a detriment because as you're getting to know people you're finding out other things and you know now it's just everything is so rapid and and so quick you can literally just i mean you can you can filter your your uh preferences preferences i mean let's let's put it like that and i'm not talking about any specific app i'm not talking about any specific platform no matter what just life in general i think that's the biggest thing the biggest detriment to social interaction is you can filter through life now everything in your life you can filter through so the things that you feel like you don't want at all you can easily sidestep in just about everything mm -hmm. think about it. it whatever it is whatever it is that you that you want or don't want whatever the platform is or the medium is that you can attain that thing if it's dating on dating sites you've got filters if you're ordering food you've got filters if you're trying to figure out what you want to watch you've got filters you want to listen what what music do i want to listen to you've got filters no matter what it is you want to do you can filter and literally just say here's the seven eight nine ten things i know i do not want at all get those out of there <laughs> so the convenience of that some people are drawn to the convenience of that but then you don't look at the negative side of saying okay it's human nature all things when you're dealing with humans are not going to be as simple as a filter so of those six things you pulled aside and said i know for sure i don't want those how many potential options do you think might have one of those things just one of those things right imagine there's a hundred things that you do want six things that you don't want there could be one of those things on that list of six one of them was on there that you know you didn't want but guess what they had 99 things that you wanted mm -hmm. you'd never even know you'd never know because you know you don't want this it has that so no matter what it also has that all gets tossed to the side too so that's where i think the biggest issue is is the fact that a woman who knows they don't want somebody who is nice because now nice is equated to passive and not assertive and not aggressive and not a man and a pushover and a simp and all of those things because it's all equated to that you could just filter those guys out so you don't even have to worry about 
you know, potentially interacting with one of them and, and, and having to try to figure out if they have, you know, a bit of an edge to them. They may, they may not, but you'll never know because you just knock them out altogether. So that's why I think because of the, because of the ease of sifting through, it makes it, it makes it easier to just be like, no, let me just get, you know, let me just get that guy. Cause, cause, cause at least he'll be nice to me. I'm, I, if I'm his girlfriend, he's going to be nice to me. You know, <laughs> he might be nice to everybody else, but he'll be nice to me. Right. You know, right. and that's the mindset. Mm-hmm. But also too, with the, uh, with the categories and the filters and all that stuff, you create an, ec- an echo chamber. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're only, yep. you only think that this is the way that things are yep. and you're good. And you're like, Whoa, I'm, I'm good. And then like, once you step out of that zone, you're like, Oh, whoa, what the, like other things exist (laughs) not only that too and then again let's just talk about life in general because life is is all computerized now and the things that 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 are brought to your attention are designed to be brought to your attention the more you exclude these specific things and you set those aside as you continue to get new options eventually you know that thing's gonna learn okay now i know that you don't like these six things. Now I'm not even gonna send them your way. Oh yeah. For you to even have to filter through them, you won't. You just won't have them at all. Yeah. So yeah. then again, now there's plenty of other options that could be coming your way and could be being sent your way that somebody else now is just immediately saying, "Well, don't even bother sending those to let them choose from because they've already told us the last three times." that these four things they don't want. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. So again, you're still limited, cutting down your choices, cutting down your choices, cutting down your choices. We have that conversation all, of, all the time about the six feet, six feet, six figure thing, right? Yeah. You six, know? six, six. Once you, once, you, <laughs> once you break that down to the six figure, you're, you're, you're sorry, the six feet, first of all. Yeah. Once you break it down to the six feet, again, I, I, I hate that I never have the correct number. I think it's, it's something like 14. 14. So you go down to six feet, that's 14%. You add six figures, it brings it down to like 3%, right? Something like Something that. Something like that, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now you got to worry about six packs. Then it's like, all right, you know, forget it. At <laughs> yeah, that like point, three people. Know? Yeah, you know? <laughs> I just saw, I saw this clip a while ago, and I'm, and I'm almost positive I sent it to you. It popped up again today. Perfect, remind me, to fit right along with that, right? It was the lady who was saying something about the new store that opened up in Manhattan. It's the husband store, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's six floors, and, and you know, you... You go through, you know, you can go, uh, you can go up if you want, but you cannot come back down. And they go to the first first floor, and you know, it's like, oh, I don't remember the exact thing, but it's like, uh, here's a husband that 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 will love you dearly. Okay, you go to the second floor. Here's a husband that'll love you dearly and cook. Third floor is a husband that'll love you dearly, cook and take care of the kids. Fourth floor, love you dearly, cook, take care of the kids, and has a great job. Um, Fifth floor, love you dearly. Cook, takes care of the kids, has a great job, and is and is gorgeous. Sixth floor, it's like, oh, your person three three billion blah 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 in line. There's no husbands on this floor. Yeah, you know, and and the whole moral story is women are impossible to please, right? Because because yep. there's always something better. And I can see you can say that with everybody, guy. Yeah. You know, you know. I think I I wouldn't say that's necessarily a, a women only thing, but in that example, you know, in that example. It kind of makes sense because everybody's kind of looking for the same thing. And when everybody's looking for the same thing, it makes it hard to find, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and, and people don't realize that. 
Yeah, uh, and and it's funny because I was actually t- talking to a friend of mine about that that uh, that post that you just said, but in a different context because mm-hmm. um, I was reading this book and I and I suggested this book a long time ago, and one of one of my follower, followers actually read it, and you know they they told me that like they like like they loved it, and it was her, you know. Um, she she really related to it because like oh man I was just like this author I was this type of woman, and the book is called uh, "Marry Him: The Case for Settling for Mister Good Enough," and um, wonderful book. And that and this book starts off with that meme that you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the, this person, the author, didn't create it. She was just going by example, just like you okay. said. But like it was so funny too, and I'm gonna mess it up because I was trying to look at, look for it. But she said, you know, oh in all fairness. You know, there's a there's a wife store too, and the wife store was like uh, the you know, husband's like um uh the you know the wife is hot or whatever, and then the second floor was like the wife the wife is hot and she cooks and she has great sex. Um, the guy le- went on the second floor and he lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, listen, listen, I, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Full disclosure, right? You said that, and then in my mind, I'm thinking, well, what the fuck can possibly be on the other floors? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's more floors. <laughs> like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you? At that point, I was like, why do you even have an elevator? I could have just walked up here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but nah, but no, nah, she 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 makes a case for herself because um, this uh, author, uh, Lori Gottlieb. You know, she like turned forty, and she was like, "Oh man, what do I do? Like, you know, uh, I don't have a child. I want a husband, blah blah blah." But she herself was extremely picky, you know, in trying to find a suitor. And I mean, to, to this to this day, I, I don't know if she has whatever, but she was like, "No, I'm gonna be a modern woman." And she went to like the sperm bank, you know, and made a kid and all that stuff. You know, no husband, whatever. And she, you know, for her, she thought it was extremely difficult, so she went to this. Um, matchmaker uh there was a famous ma- ma- i don't want to say a wrong name but it was a famous matchmaker and he was like all right well, you know what do you want and you know she's like oh, i want this i want this i want this and he was like yo that is too much yeah <laughs> like you yeah. need to calm down so the whole book is about all the different things all the decisions that she was making but her re recounting those decisions and was like why did i want that you mm-hmm. know where i could have not settled but you know gone another alternative route and found something better yeah and um it i i again i recommend everybody uh read that it's called marry him the case for settling for mr good enough um it's 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 great and and i and remember i mean those who uh follow me i i did say that i was going to make a, an entire episode based off this book and i and i will in the future i just got to read it again and you know take all those notes and all that stuff but um it was it was a it was a great read i it was it was amazing to just look and peer into like the woman's mind. It yeah. was something amazing. Something that kind of resonated with me as you were saying that, right? I thought back to our experience house hunting. Um and and I made the correlation in my mind where I think the term dream is the issue. Okay. You know? Cause 
You think of, I'm looking for my dream man, my dream husband. When you're house hunting, you're looking for your dream house, right? Mm -hmm. And it goes to exactly what you were just saying. And what we're talking about is how, you know, you make this long laundry list of what your dream house is, the perfect house, right? It's like, I know it has to have this. It has to have that. I need this over here. I need that over there. Um, We need three of those for sure. If it doesn't have at least six of those, it's not going to work. You know, why is that up? Stairs, it should be downstairs. Um, I don't want this on the outside of the house. That should be in the garage. You know, all these things that you make a list of. And I remember, shout out to my realtor. <laughs> Yo, I remember early, early on when I first started having conversations with her, you know, kind of giving an idea of what we wanted. You know, immediately she's just like, like, you're not gonna find a house that has everything that you want, right? So what's important? the bones, the foundation, like what are the things that are absolutely important, right? And then what are the things that would be convenient and great to have, but you know, you can either get later or change to make suit you or whatever the case may be, you know? And I think for me, it that resonated almost identically with that, you know, you could get into a house and be like, man, I want my house to have beautiful colors on the wall. Yeah, but you could also get a house with a shitty walls and just paint it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, so so having that mindset of understanding when you're looking for a significant other, it's you have to get away from all those filters, all of all of that pun intended on the filters. Right. Because it's because it's the 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 separation filters and the layering filters, (laughs) you know. So but, you know, to get away from all those filters, get away from from that perfect man list or perfect woman list, get away from all those checks, check marks that this unicorn person has to have all of this stuff and say, no, what is most important to me? What are the things that I know without a shadow of a doubt I want from my significant other? And then the rest of the stuff, you know, I can bend on. They can bend on. You know, one of us could learn to like, one of us could 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 learn to stop liking and 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 change and have an ebb and flow, you know? And I don't think enough people, obviously, enough people are doing that because again, it goes back to what we were talking about with the way our social interactions work is just so easy for you to believe that you can ask for exactly what you want and get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and <clears throat> it's funny because when you were talking about like house hunting, whatever, I remember way back, like I don't know, like ten, twelve years ago, I was watching this episode of uh, House Hunters, mm-hmm. and so and it was a couple, and uh, you know the hus- uh, the hus- well, okay, for for those who don't know who House Hunters is, it's it's a, it's a couple that uh, has a choice between three houses that they have to pick, three of the best houses that the realtor has sh- shown them, and then at the end of the episode, they pick whatever house they want and then they live happy ever after real quick right a little caveat to pop into that so we watched house hunters so much me and z like uh early on in our relationship after caleb was born for the longest time anytime caleb walks into a room into a house he would look around and say oh wow oh wow like he's like he's touring a prospective house that he's buying like that's how much house hunters we watch yo shit used to be hilarious but go ahead no no that's funny no 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 I, yeah i used yeah there was a there was a point in time where house hunters was the shit yeah that was the top non-stop, show to, to watch then it they was, went international i was like oh shit yeah what? yeah yeah 
<laughs> the international houses were crazy. Yeah. But anyway, you 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 set a budget and then you're like, oh, this is too much. You know, it's two thousand dollars over budget. We can't do it. Whatever. So you know, the guy was like looking and whatever. And the I, the the wife, I think, I forget what she really wanted. But I think she wanted a backyard, whatever. But um. They liked the first house. The second house was the backyard, and the third house was like like ten thousand, like like under budget or something like that. And then he was like, "Babe, like like this house is like is really good. It's under it's under budget and blah blah blah." She's like, "Yeah, but you know, like, but we saw the one with the with with the with the um with the backyard. Like, I really want that one." It's like, "Yeah, but it doesn't have this. It doesn't have that and blah blah blah." But like, "Yeah, but it has a backyard." And then, you know, they go they go to commercial, and then they come back, and then it's like, all right. And so the realtor's like, oh, what do you pick? And, and then, you know, she's like, we're picking, you know, the second one, the second house. And then, you know, they do the confessional thing, and, you know, she's like, you know what they say, happy wife, happy life. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So Where your cousin at? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I get what you're saying. You know, like, sometimes women or people, they won't stop until they get exactly yeah. what they want. And sometimes, like you said, it is to the detriment of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely get what you're saying with that. Um, also, too, to to uh, go back to another point that you said, I saw this uh, little, um, what's it called? Uh, message board um, from... Uh, Qora.com and somebody wrote, Should I stop being a nice guy and start being the asshole that girls love? And then somebody wrote, The issue isn't nice guys finish last. The issue is boring guys finish last. Bad boys usually live a more interesting life. Which one of these guys looks like they live a more interesting life? So I think that's a different um conversation altogether, too, mm-hmm. because yeah, nice guys times nice guys do seem like they're boring i mean that could be a stereotype or whatever or or that is i mean that is a stereotype it yeah. could be true it could be not and that's like i was saying like as far as you, the the problem with the nice guy stigma is that so many other stigmas are defaulted to be attached to it you know so yeah like we're saying you know it's it's nice guy then now it's boring guy it's guy who doesn't take risks you know it's guy who's not assertive it's guy who can't take control you know all of those things just get attached to nice guy and lump it all into this one broad category yeah you know? and, and then and then it, it goes even deeper with like like definitely more negative where nice guys mm, might get something but like the subcategory is like you know he oh he's an incel now and mm-hmm. then incels really get uh, the short end of the stick which uh, if anybody doesn't know what incels is is I N C L like incel s uh, incel s incels is um and it it's short for involuntarily celibate so um, there's a lot of people out there <laughs> you know who ha- have grown up to be twenty thirty you know years old but I think the I think the uh, demographic is maybe like 18 to like 25 or something like that mm-hmm. where they haven't slept with anybody yet and now they're just on the internet being like really mad and frustrated because they're like why hasn't anybody picked me yeah. yet or something like that which I understand you know I, I mean I've been there I don't think I well, I don't think I've ever necessarily been an incel because incels usually are like very uh mean and you know trying to put other people down yeah yeah I think I just posed the question. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
I mean that that's that's another bad thing too. And and yeah, and 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 guys, I mean, I mean, we're you and I, we're super old. So like, yeah. remember like uh, the 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 top the top quote unquote bad boy on television when we were growing up was uh, Dylan. Dylan, Jesus <laughs> you Christ, see, bro! You said, you said it oh, before shit. me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but you're right because that was like iconically bad. Like he was the iconic bad boy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Dylan was from the original 902. I know. I know. There's been like 18 versions uh, before <laughs> uh, since then, but um, the original 902. I know. I don't even. Know, I can't even compare uh, a bad boy of today. To, 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 so people can get it who, yeah. who, who aren't older than who aren't younger than 70 <laughs> yeah. because we feel old yeah. but um, yeah but anyway but he was like the bad boy he was mysterious He, but he seemed more lively and fun but mm-hmm. like you know he went after bo- he actually dated I think both Brenda and Kelly and right? Kelly yeah, yeah you know so yeah. um, damn like why can't I think of there's no people now <laughs> like, I don't know but anyway yeah um, I, I don't think man I, I don't think there's I don't think that is there's no people. I don't think that that mindset or that stereotype fits anymore now. Like I don't I don't know that that's something that's nah. that's tracked if that makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Cuz like you'd say Charlie Sheen most recent that I, I don't think I don't think we've seen anything since since him. He was probably the closest the the, the best thing we can, you know, and and oddly enough you know, well, yeah, he was a little while, but I don't think, uh, what's his name? Sean Perry? No, something Perry. Jason Perry? Luke Perry? Luke Perry? No, Luke Perry's Dylan. The, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember his oh, actual yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't recall Luke Perry being like as wild as, you know, oh, like Dylan? Charlie, Charlie oh, oh, Sheen. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, no, when he, he was. He was actually very revered. He used to be on, uh, well, he passed away a couple years ago. He, yeah. was, he was on uh, Rivervale. Rivervale, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he had passed away yet? No, nah, no, nah, he wasn't like that. Yeah, so so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I like the notion of the Hollywood bad boy. I don't think we have that anymore, to be honest. Hmm. You know, because even even Johnny Depp, I think, had it for a while. James Franco. Okay, Franco. Yeah. I'm just trying to eh. bring it to this generation because, like, we're talking about two decades, you know, more than two decades old. Yeah, to, yeah. To try to compare. Yeah, I'd know. say, and and again, I I don't even think Franco lives up to, you know, the tradition. The sta- yeah, the stature and the and the aura that it had back then to be known as a Hollywood bad boy, mm-hmm. like, you know, that 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 shit meant something, you know, sure. back then, like it sure. it meant something, and I, and I don't think. I don't think we see it anymore. No, you're right. Uh, in that sense, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Probably, probably, maybe like Johnny Depp is probably the last one because, like, yeah, there really isn't too many people like that. I mean, <laughs> the 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 one person that and he and I don't think he's ever been described as a bad boy, but he is becoming a bad boy in the wrong way, and I feel bad for him. But he is getting dragged on the internet right now. Freaking your boy, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh, listen, man. Bro, they got to let Leo rock, man. Word. Yo, Leo don't, Leo don't bother nobody. He minds his own business, man. Like, He's trying to save the earth. He tried to make a Captain Planet movie, goddammit. Nah, nah. They got to they gotta let Leo rock, man. People be going after Leo. Yo, Leo likes, likes women of a certain age. It is what it is. I mean, you know. 
at the, at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> thank God, it's like, you know, it's not 10 years younger. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I mean? I yeah. get it. You know, if you've got your opinions about 25, all right, fine, I get it. But thank God it's not 15. Right, right, right. right you right, know, like, right. thank God. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to have a future episode about that, whole, not that whole thing, but he's definitely in that cup of it, that cusp of it, about, like, that whole, like, 25 and, and, and whatever, oh, she's too young, oh, the frontal, yeah. the frontal lobe or whatever hasn't been developed yet, but, okay, if the frontal lobe hasn't been developed yet since 25, why are we making kids decide what they want to be for the next 30 years at 18? Yeah, facts. You know or, what I'm saying? Or, or, or going to war to defend the country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, like, so so yeah, so so yeah. it's that it's 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 the crush the crux of that episode is going to be that yeah you and, know so. and for me and I don't know how you feel about this but full disclosure for the audience especially the ladies before y'all you know start going crazy if if it's a cougar and 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 her and her uh boy toy or whatever is 25 it, it doesn't bother me neither. Oh no! Let let grown folks do what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, that know? doesn't matter to me. You, At, know, what you know, again, if you, when when it's when it's illegal, that's that's different. Sure, you know, and and obviously it gets it gets sketchy because when you start talking about grooming, then it's different. You know, like, that's my thing. I, that's, I I want to make a grooming episode. Yeah, that's that's a different thing too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you know, somebody who's forty and meets new 25 year olds and is like I, I don't think that's a big issue like somebody who's 40 and is dating a 25 year old that they knew for 10 years mm-hmm. that's kind of creepy because <laughs> you know what i mean like if okay. you've known her since she, him or her since she was 15 mm-hmm. you know then some things start getting raised but if you're of a certain age and you're meeting new people of a cer- certain legal age 25 you know not this you know again i don't think i don't think that's a big deal mm-hmm. you know because at that point y'all are both adults you know yeah. so and hopefully you know the 25 year old knows what it is yeah you know right yeah like, exactly you know, whatever like we just we chilling for now you know? the, the grooming thing is wild because that's not something that i had ever really known of prior to about a year or two ago the first time i even mm-hmm. heard of what grooming was and i was right. like wow like that's that's it's interesting that's fucking yeah it's twisted mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like it's you know again you don't you it's, don't think about it in in that sense because you just oh well you know if you know nothing ever happened when they were when they were young right well i mean the mental and the psychological stuff can be just as bad you sure know, which is crazy sure. and, and sure. i never knew about that until i heard of the term I was like well what the hell is this and i start looking into it i'm like mm-hmm. holy shit yeah this is crazy no it is <laughs> it is it is interesting because like the the younger person latches on to you like you're like a superhero and stuff like that yeah and you're, and you're not necessarily thinking of it you're like whatever and then you know they're like whatever 1920 now they're absolutely legal and you're like what's good yeah and you know and you're thinking well you know it's all right like what's good and she's like yeah what's good i've been waiting since i've been you know 14 to freaking fuck you yeah. you know what i'm saying and that's a problem <laughs> and then that's the problem it's like wait hold on what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's wild <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah wild. that's what i said you know like because because i know it, it started coming up with you know with the ezra miller thing you know a lot. Oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah you know that's that's where i want to say that might have been where the term first popped up where I was like, wait, what is he being accused of? Like, yeah, yeah. Let me take a look at this. And oh, no. I, I heard it a little bit, 
No, I, no, actually, I probably heard it f- four years ago because now, now she's like eighteen, nineteen. When um, when uh, they were accusing Drake of grooming uh, Millie Bobby Brown ah, from Stranger Things, yeah, because like they were cool because she was fourteen at the time, and like they were like, was it? T- well, it has to be DMing. Well, no, was it DMing? I think it was DMing and then texting. You know, because they're both famous, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, yo, why is a whatever he how old he was? Like, why is a thirty year old messing with a fourteen year old? Blah blah. blah. But like, th- they saw the text, and you know, he was like, oh, whatever. You know, it was just like innocent, innocent stuff. But it was like, yo, what are you doing? You know, like you're old, and she's like super young, and mm-hmm. obviously nothing ever happened. But still, that, that's when people are like, yo, is Drake a creeper? Or, yeah, and, yeah, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, hmm. But yeah, but it's yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. But I definitely want to have a an episode on that. Um, oh, do you? Okay, so uh, we've been talking about you know the difference between you know uh, uh, you know nice guys finishing last and nice guys first is an asshole. Um, do you think there's a difference between a nice guy and a good man? Hmm. Uh, see again, it's like they're not going to be synonymous. It doesn't have to be synonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I say that, again, is because the nice guy moniker is so broad, right? So if we're talking about it as it stands with the negative connotation, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it's, it's really tough to explain because, again, I think... I think you would still fall on the side of someone being okay with an asshole and finding the nice within them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't feel like it's a must. It's not something we're going to assume that, okay, I'm marrying this man or woman, so they've got to be a nice person. No. Someone can absolutely know for sure I'm marrying a fucking asshole. <laughs> like I'm 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 marrying someone who is not nice, you right. know? And again, the hope is he he or she loves me at least. Mm-hmm. You know, that person loves me and is going to be somewhat nice-ish to me. <laughs> nice-ish. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like I mean, you know, let's let's keep it a buck. Like there's been plenty of times where I'm sure you have a friend, whether male or female, and it's like, oh, you know, um, yeah, we're all going out. You're going to meet my significant other, you know, and again, whether it's a guy or a girl, you meet this person and you're just like, yo, this person is a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, like, mm-hmm. why are you with this person? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it happens all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because again, at the end of the day, that person is relying on the fact that, yes, I know my significant other is is a piece of shit to everybody else Mm -hmm. but they're not gonna be a piece of shit to me Mm -hmm. i can deal with that you know so no you don't have to be a nice guy technically to be a good man you know but of course a good man is gonna have nice guy tendencies Mm -hmm. that's what they're banking on right it's like i can find an asshole who can be a good man and have nice guy tendencies but the stigma the aura the mindset and the stereotype is if that person is labeled as a nice guy based off of the societal standards of what we classify as a nice guy, you don't care if he's a good man or not, mm-hmm. you know, because the negative stink of 
of the nice guy moniker washes away the good man stuff. You know, then it's fine. All right, I, this guy's an asshole. I'm, he's an okay guy. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. an okay guy. I'll, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, have uh, it's interesting that you brought up that story about the meeting of the friends. Have you ever been that friend that people have met? And then they go back to your significant other and like, yo, we're calling a fucking hell. <laughs> I would, I, I mean, I would imagine, yes. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm, ve- I'm very self-aware, you know? I'm very self-aware. I know I'm not for everybody. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? I, I know I'm not for everybody. So I, I can't think off the top of my head if I know for sure. I can't remember if, if she may have told me for sure, like, hey, such and such did not like you. you know? I don't know. <laughs> but again, at the same time, too, not to sound like I'm being a narcissist, but a part of being an asshole is, is know, like I said before, it's knowing how to tame your asshole for your audience, you know? So I know when I'm around certain people, you know, I, how, how much, you know, you know, from a scale of one to 10, what, what is this? What is this crowd gonna get? What can this crowd? What do I think this crowd can handle? Yeah, you know? their tolerance level. Yeah, what's their what's their asshole tolerance level? So I can dial it up, and that's where I think, you know, you start seeing who's that type A and who's that type B asshole because the type B asshole doesn't have a, doesn't have that lever at all. No, it's on and it's off, mm-hmm. plain and simple. There's no limits, you know. So with that in mind, I would think that whoever it is I may meet you know that i i scaled my my asshole level to 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 match their tolerance and we were okay you know but i can't say that for sure mm-hmm. i would be i would be more comfortable betting that there's more than likely some some people who may have said yeah your husband's a fucking douchebag i don't like him <laughs> yeah next next time don't bring him yeah. <laughs> it's okay no 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 worries, <laughs> you know? no worries. and i would imagine and i'm fine with that you know cuz again i know what i put out there and i know it's not for everybody and i am okay dealing that's another thing too cuz that's what another thing type b assholes do sometimes too is where they'll be an asshole and then act like they can't understand why somebody doesn't like them or mm. or can't understand why somebody's annoyed with them. Right. Why why are you getting mad? Like I'm just joking. Why are you getting mad? Like I can if if I go over I'm like I'm like okay, all right. If I went too far, okay. All right, you know. I yeah. can I can accept like all right, I probably went too far fine if that bothers somebody fine no big deal, you know. Mm. But that type B asshole is going to act like why are you mad? You know, like I'm I'm just joking. You didn't know I was joking. Come on. Then there's no you, like you, why are you being angry, you know? And 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 that's a huge difference too. That mm-hmm. that changes the entire dynamic of 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 the asshole situation as well, you know? So, I'd be curious though. I'd I'd love to know if any of her friends or family ever told her like, "Yeah, I don't like him." <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so I uh I got this quote from uh this guy I'm completely going to butcher this guy's name but uh, he's an entrepreneur he's a business coach he's a, bi- a fitness business expert as well he, and he's uh, has a youtube channel his name is bedros kulian mm, i know i messed that up but um uh he says um because the reason why i said the nice the, the nice guy versus the good man because he says that because there's nice guys and then there's good men. Like nice guys are passive aggressive, emotional, nor core no core values, backstabbing, not great husbands, not protectors and providers. And then good men are savage servants, confident capable men who will stand in the gap and be ferocious 
but who will come home to their kids, lay down, and let their kids crawl all over them. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, that that's, that sounds pretty accurate, you know. Um, and I think that that kind of pairs with some of the things I was saying where, you know, in that in that explanation of a good man, again, there is some asshole tendencies that need to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Because the moniker of the nice guy, again, if we're sticking to the, you know, the things that, the stigmas that are attached to it, you know, are are women gonna feel like the nice guy would stand up and defend her and 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 the kids? You know, that's that's a valid question based off of the stigma of the nice guy. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say a, someone who's a nice guy wouldn't immediately pounce and 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 hold it down. No, but because of the stigma, that's what you're taught and that's what you assume. So, on the flip side. That asshole who's more aggressive, you know, you wouldn't question probably the, you know, a woman wouldn't question if, the, you know, like, no, this guy's an asshole. If somebody is being an asshole to me, he's going to step up and he's going to hold it down. He's going to protect me. Well, now standing up and holding it down and protecting feeds right into being a good man, right? Being a protector. So a lot of those things really work hand in hand. So that's where you have that importance of one of the initial things we talked about where it's finding balance, you know, for, for somebody when they're looking at a, a prospective significant other, it's finding that balance. How much asshole do I need compared to how much nice guy do I need in order to have a good man? You know, it's a combination of the two. And unfortunately, one of them it, it's it's ironic that the one that has the negative connotation is the one that technically should be the positive characteristic trait, <laughs> hmm. and and the one that and the one that seems to have more of a positive connotation is the one that you know technically should be the <laughs> the, the the lesser the negative trait. You sure. Know? Mm-hmm. So so, but that's life. <laughs> that's that's how that's how the world works. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, all right. So one of the last things that I wanted to like read a little bit was um, it was it's <clears throat> it's an article uh, from EliteDaily.com and it's pros and cons of dating an asshole. So uh, uh, it says uh, asshole, jerk, or douchebag. It's always that bad boy type of guy that women are drawn to. Assholes drive women up the wall. Yet when a perfect gentleman walks by, they let him pass on by. That's just something about chasing after a jerk that's so appealing. Hmm. But women just seem to set themselves up for a challenge when dating a douche. And when they decide to seek out a genuine nice guy, a lot of the time, they're duped by a man who doesn't show his true colors right away. To avoid all that unnecessary boy drama, here are four immediate pros and inevitable cons to dating an asshole and why you should trade them in for a nice guy ASAP. One, he will keep things exciting as if life were a dramatic reality show. Some people will describe nice guys as boring, but are they really that bad? Isn't it kind of nice to not consistently deal with the ups and downs of a dramatic relationship that come with a douche? Uh, Number two, he will remember important details of your time together, but only when you're fighting. What would would you rather have, a guy who remembers your first kiss together or a guy who hangs or or a guy who hangs what you said to him during a drunken argument over your head forever. Hmm. Assholes can have selective memory and it's and it's usually not 
for the good things or the best times. They, they use the bad stuff in relationships to justify emotionally distancing themselves from you. Number three, he will be there for you most of the time. Assholes have mastered the art of placing women low on their list of priorities, all while still being around just enough to make them feel too needy in a relationship. So make sure you look out for the differences between a guy being occasionally busy and just permanently unavailable whenever you need him. And number four, he will change your life forever by scarring you emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, The dramatic pause was so necessary there. Yes, I love it. (laughs) Assholes manage to leave a person feeling so mistreated and confused by the end of a relationship. You dwell on all the blame that's been put on you for things not working out. Assholes are fun to fuck around with, sure, but at the end of the day, it's a nice guy who's going to be there waiting for you to catch you when you fall. Make the right decision. So I got a problem with that. Ooh. Right? So with, with, with this last one. With everything. One. Okay. Oh, right? go, please. With everything. But it's just a slight problem, right? Sure. And, and she, it, uh, I don't want to. Who? Is it a male or female who wrote oh, it? Oh, I, I didn't see. Okay. Whoever it is wrote it, right, started off correctly because they made a very good distinction. They mentioned specifically asshole it was a, it was a woman okay so she mentioned specifically asshole jerk and douchebag right mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken in that order right uh hold on. asshole jerk or douchebag okay so what was that what was the sentence or phrase whatever where she, where she said that oh asshole jerk or douchebag it's always that bad boy type of guy that women are drawn to okay so she starts off great and a lot of the points she makes are valid. Mm-hmm. The the miss is essentially she's essentially saying that all three of those guys are the same, mm. and that's incorrect. That kind of goes back to what I was stating to begin with. Mm-hmm. And she places them in order in which that I feel is the gradual order, right? Okay, it's you know assholes are. You know, you can have an asshole that is a nice guy as well. Like, you need a little bit of the asshole. That, that's what we've been saying this entire time, right? Mm-hmm. Once you start being a jerk, it's, you, you're, you're, you're moving further away mm-hmm. from that nice guy. Mm-hmm. Once you've gotten into the douchebag territory, forget it. Yeah, no one loves a douchebag. Nobody wants to <laughs> fuck with a douchebag, yeah. you know? So, perfect example, my wife, perfect example. I can say something and she could be like, you're being an asshole. And I know that I know the level of that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, uh, maybe maybe it's a borderline thing. You know, like mm-hmm. she could even say it playfully. You're mm-hmm. being an asshole. Haha. You know, whether playfully or serious is like if she saw me, I'm being an asshole. I'm like, all right. You know, pull the reins back a bit. If she tells me I'm being a jerk. I'm like, ooh, I got to shut it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At, at jerk, I've already went, I've gone too far, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So jerk is another stratosphere. If she tells me I'm a douchebag, then I'm like, whoa, what did I do? <laughs> what, like, you know, 
Cause, cause that's 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 that that's that extreme level, in yeah. my opinion. You know? she, she's said that before, a douchebag. I don't, no? I don't think so. Okay. I don't believe but you, so. Oh, so you just saying? It, no, yeah, I'm just saying in general. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. I'm just, I'm just saying in general. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe I've ever gotten to a point where my wife has said, Yo, okay. you're acting like." A All right, so jerk level is like the yeah, the farthest yeah. you've ever. No, gotten I've to. been, you know, yeah, I've been called a jerk a couple times, sure, and sure. I know, and 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 I know if she says if she calls me a jerk, if she tells me I'm a jerk. Compared to if she tells me I'm an a- if I'm being an asshole, she's right. like, "Hey, you're being a jerk right now. Hey, you're being an asshole right now." Mm-hmm. That's two different things, and mm-hmm. I know that, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that, and I move accordingly, mm-hmm. you know. So that's my only beef with what she said. Great points on all the things that she mentioned, but the fact that she didn't continue to separate the difference. Now, some people are going to listen to this like, "Oh, full of shit. There is no yeah, separation. So, yeah, it's all the semantics. same thing." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, it it really is not semantics." Now, you know, cuz now if you take that, if you if you think that it's it's no different and you think it's just semantics, keep that in your mind now the next time you are around somebody that you know is an asshole, right? Keep that in your mind, everything that we that I just said. Keep that in your mind, and as you're having a conversation or interacting with that person that you know is an asshole, I promise you, you'll be able to discern right then and there, oh, okay, no, this guy is an asshole, or or no, this guy's a jerk, or oh, fuck, <laughs> this dude's a douchebag. <laughs> right. You you know, mm-hmm. there is a difference, and that's very important for people to understand. And I don't even want to say for women to understand. It's more important for us as men to understand, because again, that's where the importance of being a controlled asshole is is knowing that hey i'm creeping into jerk territory or yo i'm being a jerk right now that was a very douchebag comment you know you have to know those things because again otherwise you're just a type b it's a type b's that can all blended in together you know Mm -hmm. so if we're gonna bring the whole thing back full circle i wouldn't even want to say it's a type a asshole and type b asshole i would much rather have just those three very specific levels of asshole jerk douchebag you know Mm -hmm. no no, no, that's great that's great um so i mean to to cap cap this um cap this episode off before we get into uh you know the, the the final question Again, th- this is this has all been this this episode has all has all and and this thought process has all been kind of characterized like towards towards me and 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 my decision just like just like uh Ricardo said before you know back in July he said I need you to have I need I need to have you on an episode for the official heel turn bro so like I want to ask like why do you feel and other people again like I've said they've they've told me like yo. I need you to, I need you to be like this person, or like, or like, fuck them bitches, whatever, blah blah blah. Like, they want <laughs> me to have that that dose of assholery or whatever. Like, why do you feel? Why do you feel that I need to have that? Because I, I am just like you know that you're an asshole. I know yeah. I'm a nice guy, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So like, why do you feel that I need to have the the heel turn, as it were? Oh, before before you answer that question. For for those who do not understand that term, <laughs> we, me and Ricardo are huge wrestling fans, and uh, there's two there's two uh, sides to a coin. You know, there's the good guy and then there's the bad guy. The good guy is called the face, and the bad guy is called the heel. And every so often, a good guy might become a bad guy to uh, accentuate his uh, persona a little bit more, and maybe the bad guy might turn good because he saw the error of his ways in a storyline or something like that. So that's what we mean by. Uh, heel uh, uh a heel turn and mm-hmm. and a little uh um 
Easter egg, as 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 Ricardo loves the the title of this episode is "Your time is up, my time yeah. is now." Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> is 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 uh, John Cena is a reference to John Cena, um, yeah. his 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 song, and he has been the ultimate uh, good guy. And yep. for one time, he did turn heel in a match in a in a what was it called? The Funhouse. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The, the, the the Firefly Funhouse uh-huh. thing where you know he turned heel for the first time, and it was a it was a rousing uh, thing to uh, behold. But like, epic, yeah, epic, yeah. Yeah, but his his whole uh, career, he well, not his whole career, like half of his career, he wanted to be bad, you know, to spark some life is into his character. But his boss did not want him to do that because he was being he he got all his money and and all that stuff in his persona from being a good guy, and everybody yeah. loved him. The being ultimate a good guy. nice guy, the ultimate good guy, yeah. ultimate good guy, ultimate nice guy, and he is and he is absolutely loved. So, uh, not that I'm trying to be John Cena or anything like that, <laughs> but all my life, you know, Ricardo has known me since I've been like four. So, yep, like, he's yep, known yep. he's known me as this one track person, I guess. So, I I am interested to know why you and other people would want me to get this quote unquote heel turn. So, for me, I think there's there's two major keys in in why i think you need a heel turn right (laughs) okay (laughs) so the two the two main traits or characteristics um as far as that asshole mindset that i would love for you to adopt number one is detachment okay so i would love to be able to see you get to a point where not to say you get over stuff, but you don't let it you don't let it fester and dwell and and be as heavy, right? Um, everything is things are gonna fall apart, you know it is what it is. and I want you to have more of that it is what it is mindset, you know something fell apart. Hey, you know, yup, was it something I definitely wanted? Yes. Was it something I really wanted to to work out? Yes. But it fell apart. All right, cool. Why did it fall apart? How can I avoid something similar from falling apart next time? Let's move on and try the next thing. You know, that's that's number one for me mm-hmm. that, that I would love to see. Um, I like to see that too. For I, that okay. as a part of that heel turn. And then the other thing is just and and I'm going to I'm going to navigate accordingly here cuz again spoiler alert um you know we're going to run this back uh we're going to have a somewhat follow up conversation um soon <laughs> yes we are and um we'll get into a little bit more detail then but um I think one of the biggest things is really getting to a point where you don't give a fuck about everybody else so much um i think that's something that that is hindering your growth more than anything sure is the fact that you know you you pour a lot into others yes so you pour a lot into others a lot of the time, those same people you're pouring so much into are not pouring into you. Correct. 
And rather than being like, well, hold on, I'm doing too much work. I'm going to need you to match my level or I'm going to pull my level back. You focus more on, well, why aren't you pouring the same into me? Here, I'll pour more into you if if that if that's going to get you to pour some more into me. Mm-hmm. I'm already pouring max, but I could probably pour more, you know, mm-hmm. just just, you know. So I think. I think getting to a point where you can be like, hold on, like, what are you doing for me? You know, and and it's not even just this isn't even something just in the relationship aspect. I think it's 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 across the board, you know, and that's something where for your heel turn that I would like that. That's number one for me is to be able to kind of step back and, you know, stop putting yourself in a situation where you know it's always like if i give more than that then 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 they'll give you know let me i i have to anytime i'm doing something or giving something or providing something for this person i need it to be the most amazing thing ever and it's like well has that person provided such an emotion for you yet have has somebody done that reciprocated that for you that would make you feel like okay now granted fine somebody might deserve you feel like no this person deserves it but then it's like okay if you do it the first time and then you see kind of how it works out and it's like oh you know like gifts are a perfect idea right Mm -hmm. so let's example sorry let's take gifts for for example i know you enjoy giving gifts i'm some i'm the same way i love giving gifts i love giving gifts so like for her i really couldn't see her that much because she was busy with school so i got her like xmas and b-day gifts and like i i really went overboard i got her a book it's sort of like a paper mache lamp um then i got her some books uh, because she loves like harley quinn so i bought her two graphic novels pertaining to that her favorite movie is uh wall e so i got her a uh some plushies from that film i got something for her for again for her personality type um it's called please understand me character and temperament types you know so she can understand herself um and then i got her because she loves marvel a infinity stone necklace but the infinity stone necklace is her birthstone i did all that shit for her and the worst thing when you can give a gift that you think is super fucking thoughtful and amazing, right, is when the person just looks at it and just be like, oh, okay. And then they don't think it's <laughs> as, like, they don't think it's as, like, you put all this thought into it and 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 you, you know, you kind of have all this this reasoning behind it and whatnot, uh, um, you know, I, I, and, and I got some of this from, you know, the, the uh, episode 114. Um, that you did to uh, to all the girls I've liked before, you know the the, the you know were we compatible and whatnot, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things I was I, I heard it's where it's like, you know, when when you give your all in that manner, and give someone so thoughtful, so, give someone something so thoughtful, and interconnected with very specific things that that they love and like or whatever the case may be, and then they're not even able to see the intricacies of all the things that you put together based off of their own likes. You know, it's like at that point, you've got to be like, wait, hold up. What the fuck I do this for? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, what the fuck I do this for? Then? You know? Right. Like, do you really not like such and such and such? Because you told me you're fucking crazy about whatever yeah. it is. And well, here's something that I did to that ties directly into that. And you're just like, oh, well, okay. It's a book. Thanks. Like, you thought this shit was easy? <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so so that's something I would want. That's something I want to see come along with your heel turn, too. You know, the, the detachment part to be able to say, look, fuck it. All right. How can I learn? How can I fix here? Where did I mess up here? Where can, what can I learn from this? To move on to the next time. Now that's something I know I won't, I can't do again. Not can't do again or won't do again, but you know, something to be more mindful of. Because everybody's different. Because something that might bother person X is not going to bother person Y. So it's not to say, oh, it didn't work out with person X because of this. Then I'm not going to do it here for person Y. And person Y might actually love that now, you know. So so it's just something to kind of be cognizant of. Sure. But more important, just to be able to say, I'm not going to sit here and dwell on this and dissect this anymore. It's over. It's done. Like, it's time to move on, you know, and I know based off of the conversation that I, you know, the, the episode that I heard, I know there's reasons behind why that isn't so easy for you, mm-hmm. but that goes right into that detachment part and giving far too much. Um, I don't want to say too early, but giving far too much without knowing everybody's not worth it right okay everybody's not worth it and i think your toxic uh your toxic nice guy trait is having the mindset of everybody's worth it right or 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 showing that uh not that i'm good but it's like um i'm not gonna put doubt in your mind that I'm a great guy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I'm collecting all this data from you yeah. while we're doing everything. And then like, bam, I hit you with that. And you're like, wow, like you've been paying attention. Cause you know, girls, oh, I love it when a guy listens, you yeah. know? So like, yeah. whatever. So I like to hit him with that, you know, like, Oh, you see, I listened and whatever. Cause you know, all the people who didn't listen, they didn't do this for you, you know? So no, 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 you're no, you're right. You're, you're right on uh, every point. But I think the two things that will, that make it super hard because I was listening to what you were saying. Two things that I think is going to be hard. And one of them I'm going to make an episode of. One, I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So that's very hard. I'm a super overthinker. And two, I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. the episode that I'm going to make an episode. That's a, that's an episode that I'm going to... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's a topic I'm going to make an episode of. Being yeah. the people pleaser. The, we're we're, we're going to talk about the people pleaser thing. <laughs> All right, cool. We're going to talk about that as well. In no the, no down problem. The line, yeah. so. no, no, no issues with um, me, but no, I'm definitely going to make an episode. So here's that. the thing. Of those two, that's you only have one issue. I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. So... You know, being an overthinker is not a detriment at all. Mm. Being an overthinker, honestly, should be what allows you to detach. Because being an overthinker, you can look, like I was saying, you can look at the situation, break it down, find out, okay, where did, where might I have gone wrong? Hopefully, it's a situation where whatever, whoever the person is or whatever the situation is that is falling apart, you they let you know what went wrong. If not, you can look at it being an overthinker where I go maybe it was this maybe it was that you know here's a conversation here's a conversation text conversation we had this and that let me go through that and see okay all right okay I could see the blah, blah, whatever you gather the data you know you log it and and again you attach it you you attach it to your little arsenal and whatnot I was like all right now I learned from that and I can move on mm-hmm. 
being overthinker doesn't have to be okay to continue thinking about why once you once you've cracked the code and you know okay here's where i went wrong here's where it went left it's over with that's it there's no need to overthink or or even think yeah about, think about it, it anymore. period you, yeah you've solved it you've solved it yeah. yeah so so there's no point to going back to the puzzle once you put the pieces together you know it doesn't make you know that's why i'm 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 weird with puzzles mm-hmm this is a great segue, right? Because puzzles don't make sense to me. You know, just because you do, you know, it's cool to put it together. It's challenging. Yeah, boom. Once you put it together, go, then what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you solved it. Yeah, I, I get it. Then what? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that, that's it. So, so, so are you throwing the puzzle away? Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. for me, once I solve it, I'm not going to break up the puzzle and try to do it again. Like, right that i already solved it you Mm -hmm. know and then even okay i just did it am i gonna laminate it and put it up on the wall now it's art it's a it's an accomplishment no you know right Mm -hmm. so so that's how i treat problems and puzzles or issues you know it's like once you solve it you know it you don't need it anymore right it's it's worthless at that point so to stick and dwell on it doesn't make sense you know soraya will make a (laughs) do a puzzle and it'll be on the table for like two or three days because she made the puzzle and she wants to look at her puzzle. She doesn't want to break it up because she did the puzzle. And, you know, these running around the house like, get this damn puzzle off the table. Like, this puzzle's been on here for three days already. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. But It's but, done. But it's done. It's over with. Why, why, are we still, why are we still stuck on the problem? Why are we still stuck on the puzzle mm-hmm. if, we've, if we've completed it? Yeah. No, no, no that's good. No, that's awesome. And, and, I, and I thank you for that uh, perspective. Um, no, it's really it's really good, and yes, we we are. I mean, uh, cats out of the bag. We're gonna we're, we're gonna do a, a like a cross promotion crossover episode. Yeah. Um, I have my half. You know, we just did it. Nice for what? What has what has been good ever gotten you? Your time is up. My time is now. And then we're crossing over to continue this conversation, but more on my end where I'm being interviewed on the Mr. Eccentric podcast, which will be happening very soon. Yeah. All and, right. And spoiler alert, since you guys now have gotten the, the wrestling reference, I will let y'all know this is the face portion of the conversation. <laughs> the next portion on on the Mr. Eccentric podcast will definitely be the heel portion. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, I am scared, okay? <laughs> like, I am scared. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm sure uh you know, at the at the at over the threshold, I I will be better for it whatever this uh gentleman has for me yeah fingers crossed yeah <laughs> oh shit <laughs> fingers crossed oh man you might have a fucking battle you know what i'm saying <laughs> shoot money in the bank and shit so all right so you know what time it is it is the skin deeps the end self-edition card game this is card number 110 all right hmm. and the question is what's working great in my life right now Oh, man, what's working great in my life right now? Like, these things always kind of like, I hate that these questions, I feel like it's always, not to say they're the same, but I feel like the the easy the answer is always the easy answer. It's always the same, like, if that makes sense. No, 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 it is. Like, sometimes, even though I, literally they're different questions, yeah. but it's like said differently. So I feel that I've probably said the answer to myself 20 times already yeah you know i haven't looked back but yeah but, some, mean, but sometimes they're on point though no no they are yeah i'm uh, uh, the 
the easy answer for me is is just my my current career work life balance. Yes. You know, that's working great for me now. Like the more and more I think of it, I get I just continue to get um examples of how beneficial my work life balance is, you know, like even, you know, something something as simple as sitting here being able to do this. I've got 3 days off this week, you know, just 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 hanging out, you know, like it, dropping the kids off at the bus or at school in the morning, picking them up in the afternoon, you know, just, just the little mundane things and being able to kind of just be at home, you know, and even though I've, I'm getting fat, like, <laughs> that's, you know, that's not working for me right now. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's not working for me right now is, is, you know, having working two feet from a damn kitchen. That's definitely <laughs> not working for me right now, right. you know? Um, but yeah, I think, I think just my work-life balance, um, just, you know, providing me the quality of life that I've always desired. And it's, it's working the fuck out of it right now. Like it's mm -hmm. working amazingly. Yeah. And, and it's great, you know, cause again, stuff like, you know, even with you being in town, for example, where yesterday I worked, you know, so imagine how different it is if you're in town hanging out and you're and you're staying at my place or whatnot. But it's like, hey, you know, I'll be back in 10 hours because, you know, I got to I got to I'd have to drive there 45 minutes, drive back 45 minutes plus an eight hour shift. You know, it's like, hey, I'll be back in 10 hours. Whereas, yeah, I'm working, but, you know, like I'm right here in the office. Like, you know, yeah. we're still hanging out. We're still cracking jokes. We're still kicking it, you know. So so that above all else of anything that is working for me right now it's it's my work-life balance that is working absolutely fantastically for me no no that's great and and i i wanted to sh uh, share this with you too um i was going to mention this before where um like well no oh man I, I don't even have it on on me right now but i, I think it was around like august 21st or whatever um you took your kids to a uh, sea world Mm -hmm. Right, and I'm just like, man, like, I I, I love it when I see um <clears throat> on your uh, Instagram, you know, in your stories where you're when you're taking your kids out to like something fun, because I'm like, I never used to see this because, yeah. like you said, you were always just trapped in like retail hell. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't do anything. So like, it's not even the fact that like, oh, you took like, oh, you took them to SeaWorld. Like, no. Ricardo's spending time with his kids. This is what he wanted to do. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I, and I, I fucking love it, man. And, and yeah, I wanted to mention that to you before. I'm like, oh, he must be like loving this. And then, so, and then, and then the other things that I like is like, you know, you're showing your kids, but then you show us you enjoying yourself and putting a selfie on you and eating corn <laughs> <laughs> listen listen yo <laughs> yo that corn anybody who's been anybody who's been to animal kingdom that's what that that one that specific joint was from uh animal kingdom at disney mm -hmm. anybody who's been to animal kingdom and has had that corn on the cob that is it's in africa like right outside the safari it's right outside the entrance of the uh safari yo that corn is, and you know, you know we Haitian, man. We, we fuck some corn up. Hell yo. yeah. Yo, corn on the cob, we, we don't play. Yo, Haitians don't play with their corn on the cob. Nah. But no, that joint that I'm looking is fire, yo. That's like that's like one of the best corns ever. Like Every time we go, that shit is just must. <laughs> nah, but like, nah, I, I, I freaking love it all the time. Whether you're going to the beach or like a day trip, you know, SeaWorld. I'm just like, yo. This is what he freaking wanted, man. And yeah. he's, he's chilling with his kids. He's chilling with his beautiful wife. Like, 
this is this is great. This is great for him. I I, I love it. This is like yo, because what are we? We're in September now. So yes, a whole nine months later, like I still can't wrap my head around the fact that we went on vacation for Christmas. Like, <laughs> I spent like I had a whole week off for Christmas. Right. You know, Christmas. Like what? Like the first time in twenty? No, only the second time in twenty years that I wasn't working. That I wasn't stuck somewhere working. The only reason I was in New York the other time was because we moved to mm-hmm. New York at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the only reason I happened to be in New York. Any other time, I'd be right here in Florida working my ass off. And to have a whole week off to travel and spend Christmas back home, we we could like nine months later, like I still see pictures from us in New York for Christmas, and I'm just like, fuck, like. I can't believe I went to Chris. I went to New York for Christmas. Like I, I didn't have to be here. Like that's great. And already looking forward to this coming Christmas. Like, what are we gonna do? Let's go somewhere. I don't have to be here. You right, know? right, right, right. No, it's awesome, man. No, that, that that's great. I'm, I'm glad that's working great in your life. Um, what's working great in my life right now? Just really honing down on the shit that I want to do. And I'm, I, I always, I, I always feel that I'm like a half step away from like finally like being able to like jump away from my job and just be I guess the the entrepreneur that I guess I'm destined to be. I remember I, I, I'm I'm I believe I mentioned this before on the podcast that uh I have a career coach and she's been seeing the stuff that I I've been doing and she says like why don't you just this seems like you want to be an entrepreneur <laughs> and yeah. I'm like I mean yeah but like I don't I don't have I guess the balls to just hop on that and just just do that on its own like i need currency i need i need a a a job right now but trust me like as soon as i get this stuff off i'm like i'm out fuck that you know fuck that world forever and again what's great what's going great in my life right now again i i I have been and i know we're gonna talk about it on your episode too but just uh just seeing how just being here and seeing how life can be like seeing it with my eyes and also preparing myself via podcast episodes to heal and move forward with myself Mm -hmm. that's the stuff that i can't wait to uh get over you know what i mean because like again like you're doing like the uh uh work from home thing you know seeing you know being you know in your house seeing the family seeing the kids all that stuff like i you know you know i i want that and Mm -hmm. my and my uh my audience knows that i want that too yeah so it's really awesome to just see it, you know, and not, you know, I mean, yeah, sometimes I might, sometimes I do get sad, like, well, you know, maybe I won't get it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and mm-hmm. maybe sometimes, hey, maybe I don't get it because that's not guaranteed and maybe yeah. I should be good with that. You know I was, I, mean? I was just about to say, cause you, <laughs> you were saying, oh, maybe I won't get it. And, you know, kind of like as a fear factor thing. And I was about to say, yeah, maybe you won't get it. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, then so be it, you yeah. know? But that's another episode too that I'd like to have again. Yeah, like, but the possibility of you not getting it shouldn't hinder you from trying. Right. That's number one. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be the end all be all neither because you should have a plan for happiness if it lines up with all the filters that you set. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, have a plan for happiness should you have to take some of those filters off. And 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 I don't want to say settle with something else, but again, be realistic enough to know that everything's not going to work out exactly the way you want it to work out. And if you 
And if that's your measuring stick, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Sure. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you again, Ricardo, for being on. You know, on the show once again. You yes, know, sir. this is the seventh episode. Seventh. So, yeah. So, uh, so we're on. So we're on fast seven by by your. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fast seven by, by your uh, measurements. <laughs> we're catching up to them. That's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Told so. you my goal. I, I I hope we can make it to ten before them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we need to make it real soon, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, but nah, but thanks a lot, man. It was really good. And again. The, this is really only like part one. We got part two, the heel side, as Ricardo likes to say. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. on his show. Uh, please um, shout out all. Shout out your. Uh, shout out your show, please. Yes, sir. Um, uh, as uh, Martini mentioned earlier, I am Rick. Obviously, y'all should know me by now. You know, um, resident Tink Pod guest. <laughs> um, but you can find me at Mister Eccentric. Um, my handles are Mister Eccentric on all forms of central, uh, social media. So it's at M R E S E N T. R-I-C, Mr. E. Sent Rick. Um, you can find the podcast on all uh, streaming platforms as well. Spotify, Google, uh, Apple, you name it. You know, um, YouTube as well, doing video on YouTube. So that's great too. But um, yeah, like he mentioned, we're going to have an amazing follow-up conversation. I got something really cool planned out. Um, so, you know, the, the, the goal is to move the needle a little bit on your... Uh, uh, on your transition to the asshole side, you know, we're gonna put a little bit of asshole in you, you know, at least a little bit, baby steps. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, also, like I mentioned before, he was on, uh, he made his uh, on screen debut on YouTube <laughs> with uh, More Than Vaginas on episode 88. And what was the, oh, it was about mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the episode was called Boys Don't Cry. So yeah. shout out to the, shout out to the ladies that, um, at uh, the More Than Vaginas podcast. They're awesome. One of my favorite podcasts still, not just because I was on the episode. I mean, I was on the episode because it was one of my favorite um, uh, favorite podcasts and whatnot. So shout out to them for sure. Absolutely amazing ladies allowed me to come up on their platform and have a great conversation. So yeah, if y'all get the chance, definitely check that out as well. All right, cool. So <clears throat> that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That's tinkpodcast at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>